now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Five o'clock somewhere, Van. Oh, how about right here? Okay, let's do it. Mountain time? Yeah, Albuquerque, the, New Mexico? Yeah, the five o'clock hour is sponsored by our friends over at Teller Vodka. Let's Ooh, go. My dudes. There's some stuff in the works at Teller Vodka, by the way. Not trying to spoil anything or say anything. I'm just saying. Not saying, just saying? I'm not saying, just saying. They got them dudes over there. Got them dudes over there. Hey, Marie, welcome back from being sick. You still sound terrible. Were you able to watch any of your professional football this weekend that you love so dearly? Also, I saw, I saw a um, I saw a Josh Dobbs uh, jersey today, of a, a Vikings one. I saw a Vikings one. I know Amory is out in the wild. Out in the wild today, outside the Albuquerque Duke store. Number did fifteen. He, did I'm he, not even joking. Did the guy in the jo- the Dobbs jersey? Did he shave his eyebrows in solidarity? I couldn't see from that far. So oh. I saw the 15 jersey, and I go, I go, yeah, I mean, I guess Greg Jennings played for the Vikings. I was, like, trying to do it in my head. You yeah. know, I was like, who's wearing a 15 Vikings jersey two weeks after? Because I'm over at the Albuquerque Duke store today picking up some Duke City Championship Wrestling apparel because tomorrow at the Historic L.A. Theater, Duke City Championship Wrestling, doors at 6, live music 6.30, first bell 7.30, you're out the door by 10. Sweet. We got a bunch of new merch, including kid stuff and this cool hoodie I'm wearing. How do you feel about this thing? Come join me and Boo Thunder. How do you feel about this hoodie? A backstabbing loser traitor. It's very sharp. Do you want one? I'll give you one. Um, yeah. There's one. That I got one in my car. You have a medium long? Yeah. Okay. Like medium regular. Uh, you can like cut the sides. I though. could pull the, the sleeves up like you are, I guess. That's Well, that's kind of what you have to do. And hoodies, like I like having my sleeves down. But you can tell my, my button-ups, I like my sleeves up. Will you just please appreciate this free Duke City Championship Wrestling hoodie that I'm giving you? I told you it looks very nice, and I like that charcoal gray. It's very sharp. Is that what you think this is? Because it's supposed to be gunmetal. Uh, a gunmetal? Yeah, I've never heard that before. Gunmetal. Okay. Today's I-9 Varsity, I-9 Varsity of gray variants. I'll use my first and second amendment rights right now. Smoking voice. It does not look like guns. It's not what guns look like. Gunmetal the name of this okay picked it out i have my gun metal duke city championship wrestling beanie it's a really cool hoodie that's just a gray beanie the dumb name color that you tricked me into giving you before you told me you're moving to england and now i feel like i wasted it Mm. is there pro wrestling in england are you joking you know i know nothing about it there's incredibly good pro wrestling well then i'll go to one and wear the beanie and everyone's gonna be like what is that and you'll and because you won't give me your new phone number whenever you get it. No, absolutely not. But I actually will call into the sports animal text line. And they'll say, "Where is that from? Spain?" Yeah. They'll say Duke because Dukes are from Dukes Spain. are from Spain. Like, is that a Spanish wrestling organization? Hey, Mary, I know you were working. Yeah, Amory will say, "No." I I apologize. That was um, no, work, yeah, work phone call from well, the boss. Of course. Well, yeah. I mean, we got to make sure the nah. screens working or anything. <laughs> from the texter, the texter goes with you, Amory. 
Uh, no reason to ever change Lady Lobos. Anyone who talks weird about it is a dummy. Uh, okay. I wouldn't call him a dummy. It's just I know that's just the norm in society right now. But like, let's, it's too. It's not offensive, and I'm a lady. Not your voice. Mostly yeah. a lady. Yeah, your voice. Mostly is not. part-time voice right now. Huh. Deshaun uh, Watson. Yeah. Deshaun Watson has played. Speaking of ladies, to- has played a total of eleven games in the last three years. And he's getting paid a lot of money for it. Like, if we're going to... Like, why can't I do bad things and get paid a lot of money? I think it would happen. If you're going to change the name of the Lady Lobos in Spanish, it has to be Lobos, right? It just sounds good. Lady Lobos. I think all my gear or t-shirts from when I was a kid say Lady Lobos. I think it's like an official deal. I gotta, I gotta look. I gotta look through the archives. I think is the archives like the back of your closet? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure, mm-hmm. sure. You gotta. Look I gotta go that. out to you the garage and the storage. I have a bunch of uh, Lady Lobo gear and El Dorado High School sweatshirts. I'm just saying, it's been a. It was, it was like a conversation. That's all I'm saying. Like people were trying to have that conversation about is it the thing. And I think it only comes around when it's time for basketball. Right. You don't hear it with, like, the volleyball team. You don't right. hear it with the soccer team. You don't right. hear it with the softball team. Hear me out. I got a good one. All right. Okay. The She-Wolves. No, I don't like that. Like, like Shakira? <laughs> no. is that, did she do that? I don't no. What is it? I think the leader of the Wolfpack is usually a lady. I think that is true. The Wolfpack? Isn't that true? Like, in a pack of wolves, isn't the leader, like, the lady? Like the head lady? uh, Alpha dog? I think alpha dog is not a real thing. I think that was like a... Justin Timberlake-driven kidnapping movie? It inspired a lot of kids to get established 19-whatever tattoos, and I didn't like that people did that. Right across their chest, real big. Oh, my goodness. Do you know what I'm talking about? Established nine months before that. Let's be clear here. The Browns are playing to start Dorian Thompson-Robinson, a quarterback this week versus the Steelers. Barring a last-minute change of heart, P.J. Walker, the backup. And then after that, the Browns say they're going to sign someone off the street. I'm a Browns fan now. This second, I'm a Browns fan. That they faked the shoulder diagnosis of Deshaun Watson to get rid of him? Yes. Unfortunately, I think he's actually injured. Like He has actual shoulder problems. And screw them either way. All defensive touchdowns in the Browns-Steelers game this upcoming weekend. <laughs> the Steelers the Steelers will score 19 points, and that's going to be enough. With probably, you're right, probably one defensive touchdown for each team. Friend of the show, Lenny, joining us on the Sports Animal Hotline. Lenny, how are you? Hey, well, first, I'll do Cleveland first, then we got to talk about some NBA. Cleveland yep. will upset Pittsburgh this weekend. With the worst starting quarterback in the history of the NFL. Keep going. The rookie they don't, the, uh, the they rookie don't have Joe Namath. Only because I don't trust Kenny Pickett. But can we talk NBA after last night's debacle with the uh, Timberwolves and the Warriors? Dive into it. When is Dana White going to sign those two up for a, a steel cage? Or you can bring them in for a steel cage match. Because Draymond got to get at least a 10-game suspension. 
He was thrown out the game before for two technicals. Last night puts a man that he does not like into a chokehold when he could have just pushed him out. So enough is enough with that. And then the other embarrassing one is Kelly Oubre being hit by a car and then giving the wrong location. So it's no video proof of what happened to him. And Give me that one again. A couple uh, of weeks to a couple of months. Yeah, I, I heard a little bit about that story. I didn't know there were developments. Yeah, there was a development where Philadelphia police have no proof of the intersection he allegedly was hit at of any car hitting him there. Broken rib, hip injury, and he's having a good season with Philly, and why lie about what happened? What, do you think he got jumped into MS-13 or something in Philly? What's the what's the real story? I think he probably has a debt that he didn't take care of, but that's just me. You know, they took care of it Philly style. Look, I like your uh, steel cage idea, but I'm a Shyamalan twist it for you. You okay. have Gobert and Draymond kiss and make up, and then they wrestle the Paul brothers. That's not even fair. <laughs> I mean, Draymond alone could probably take the Paul brothers. Not in a not with there's not when there's rules. <laughs> well, that's true. That would be like me going tomorrow night and trying to do a swan time dive. Things that aren't going to happen. I like the wrestling the reference there. But, I mean, when is Draymond really going to, seriously, all joking is I finally get a suspension due to just everything he's done over the past 12 years. From the kicks and the grinds, during throwing off a technical. And, I mean, did you see the fight last night? Oh, yeah, of course. We, okay, I mean, so we, we led the program Draymond, with it. Draymond just went to one person directly, and the bad part is no one from Gobert's team jumped in to protect him. Because they hate him, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone hates Rudy Gobert. Everyone he hates started Gobert. COVID. I but all of that aside, I'm going to guess Draymond gets at least a minimum seven, probably ten game suspension. Whoa, that's a little heavy. Lenny, we are two minutes away from Sean Merriman joining us, so we got to bounce off. But we are definitely going to circle back to this. Well, I'll see you guys uh, tomorrow night. Tomorrow night? Yeah. Uh, yeah, because somebody owes me a lunch uh, bag. That, that is correct. And I can pay right. for it with my winnings from my parlay last week. <laughs> Have a good one. Talk to you later, brother. Whenever we get back, more from ABQX, including our friend, Sean Merriman. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. into this lights out extreme fighting 12 this upcoming saturday it's in long beach california but you can watch it from the comfort of your living room van because you know they stream it on fubu fubo fubu is a uh, that's a different thing yes fubo. that's a clothing company that i wore in my teenage years it was uh, very cool it was for you by you uh-huh. that was the idea for us by us oh sorry yeah. yeah 
uh, Fubo Sports. Joining us on the program, our very good friend Sean Merriman, talking about what his up? big bout this upcoming weekend. Sean, how are you, brother? Yo, what's up, guys? How you doing, man? Doing good. Uh, were you a big Fubu guy growing up? Was that did you was that part of your apparel weekly? Was that was that go to in your closet? It was around, but it wasn't on me. No. Growing up in that on the East Coast, right? I, I was uh, you know, I grew up in Washington D.C. and Maryland. You've seen it everywhere, all the way up to New York. I mean, huge. Um, but I was like Jabot and New Balance and oh. Asics. I was I was that. I what? messed hard with Jabot. Yeah, with the sideways angled pants pockets. Oh, those were so sweet. The, we had where I grew up because I grew up in St. Louis, Missouri. Nelly started a clothing brand called Vocal. And it was vocal everything. Like, you couldn't get away from it. And as I've gotten older, I missed that. I missed that I could just be told what to wear. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, kind of sad there. Saturday, November the 18th, Thunder Studios. You got a big main event, Sean. Tell us about the event this weekend and where our friends of the show can see it. Yeah, absolutely. We got a huge fight. Uh, like Lights out extreme fighting 12, man. This was big. Um, because we got some guys who I believe will have a real shot to go to, go on to UFC at some point. Uh, we got Victor Roses, who's headlining. Fighting Puentes Jr., who's a local. Victor's coming up from San Diego. Uh, we got Albert Morales back on his card. Uh, you know, he fought in the UFC for some time. He's fighting Ramos, who's actually from Nick, Nick and Nate Diaz's camp from up north. We brought oh, him okay. down. And you know how they travel, man. They, they come in different <laughs> to an event. Uh, Tommy Aaron's back on his card, who's Tony Ferguson's guy. And so we're just locked and loaded, man. We got Jake Woodley. I want you guys to watch Jake Woodley. He's a D1 college wrestler. Um, this guy, I believe, is going to be a star. I, I watched videos of him taking down Bo Nickel before um, and, and getting after Bo Nickel. So we, we got some bona fide up-and-coming superstars this card. We'll be live on Fubo TV, Fubo Sports, this Saturday at 5 p.m. Pacific. You know what I encourage the friends of the show to do, Van, is go to the website, right? Go to, go to mm-hmm. lightsoutxf.com. Go there and look at where under the Watch It Live tab, they're showing you the full fights from before. So you can watch the full fight oh, of 10, the full fight of 11, and you see that the production level is there. Right. The presentation is there. Right. The commentary is there. The action in the square, or excuse me, in the octagon is there. It's so incredibly good. Friends of the show, you know, I, I appreciate that, ahead, man. Sean. And for us, it's like we get it. Um, you know, starting out early on, obviously UFC is the big dog in this space. Um, but we have when you have the next up and coming superstars, you're starting to get a lot of people like reaching out to fight, right? Um, you yeah. get on the card, and you know we're top. We just crossed over the top five most watched on Fubo, and so guys know they're going to get seen now. So we're getting calls from everybody in the country trying to give them these cards because the guys who are actually have a real shot at going to the UFC, they want to put themselves in position to be seen, and they know they can do that over at Lights Out Extreme Fight. Friends of the show, I highly encourage you, go down Albuquerque International Airport, get you a flight to Long Beach, (laughs) (laughs) go see this in person. But if you can't, it's on Fubo TV. And, Sean, I got an industry insider who told me that the viewership of Lights Out Extreme Fighting has increased 70% since your last two events. Oh, let's go. My insider's Google, by the way. And I, and I heard that, too, when they, when they told me I'm going to drop my phone, to be honest. <laughs> um, and, and, look, man, I, I think that for, for me, even back when I was a player, it's always been very fan-oriented, right? Like, we want to deliver a great product, put on great fights, as you guys just said. Like, I, I personally appreciate that when somebody says, man, you guys' production is top-notch. Like, for me, on the back end of things, and putting together a production team, 
obviously watching USC for the last, you know, 20 plus years. Um, and somebody come and say the first thing they see when they watch our fight, like the fights are good and the production is good. I'm like, man, that is, that's awesome because you want to put together the best team. So when you have viewership jumping like that, 70 plus percent, the fans are telling us a lot that we're doing, you know, we, we got some great stuff going. They like tuning in and watching. Sean Merriman joining us on the program. You know, he played in the NFL. You know all about his organization, Lights Out, Extreme Fighting. But, you know, he played in college too, man, and we've been talking a ton about college football this past week. We've been talking about Jim Harbaugh. Not talking specifically about Jim Harbaugh, Sean, but talking about college football. When you were playing at Maryland, did you guys ever have a feeling that other schools were doing weird stuff to put eyes on you? Has that been a conversation for the last 25 years? You know, the crazy part about that is it's been going on for decades. And, you know, that's like someone telling you, the cheat sheet, the answer to the test is right here on the sideline. Don't look over there and figure it out. Right? I just, it just doesn't happen. Now, I don't know to the extent. I didn't read the full investigation. I heard they had people following and doing more and more stuff. But if you're just talking about silly signs during a game, to me, that's just not a big deal, right? That's why they have three signal callers on the sideline because they know that people are watching. So you wouldn't have three signal callers if you didn't think the people were watching. I just, I believe there's so much media attention, so much outside pressure that they had to do something. But if it's just during the game and signal stealing or signal looking at the signals, that that is way, way overblown because we all know that everyone does that. Lights out 12, Extreme Fighting, Saturday, November 18th, Long Beach, Cali. Let's talk a little bit about this vacant flyweight title fight. Yeah, we um, with Victor Roses. Yeah. He's 7-2 he's right now, I think, 7-2-1 or something like that. I, I think he got a real shot, man, to be a star. He's, we brought him up from San Diego. Um, obviously, my backyard, I played with the San Diego Chargers, so I, you know, I know – that well and they got some great gems out there so we started to kind of poke around man and victor popped through the cracks as the next up and comer quintus jr he's actually a long beach like this this guy sold a ton of tickets um he has his coaches and friends and family coming out to the fight and they've been going back and forth at it on on social media man for me honestly the, the sit on this side of it i love it right you know the guy's got real beef and real problems and they get a chance to settle it, settle it on Saturday. And you're talking about the hometown kid drawing a bunch of people. You know, home field advantage uh, in basically every sport is huge. Is that the same thing in professional fighting? If you got more fans cheering for you, do you think that gives you an advantage in the match? Yeah, no, no doubt, man. And when they start chanting your name, and, and mind you, you know, we'll we'll be about fifteen to seventeen hundred people in there, so it's very intimate. You know, a smaller venue and so now everybody's like right on your back right they're right on that cage and so when, when people get to yelling and screaming in there and chanting for your for your hometown favorite or your favorite fighter you really like you hear every voice in that venue especially the loud ones right the, the coaches the parents uh you know the relatives you hear those the loudest in those type of venues sean Merriman joining us for talking to obviously about his organization, Lights Out, Extreme Fighting. I just logged into my Fubo Sports Network uh-huh. to make sure I was logged in so I'd be good to go this Saturday. They're literally replaying Lights Out right now. Oh, sweet. So it's it's nonstop. It's all the time. If you want quality combat sports, you can get it right here from Sean and his organization on Fubo Sports. It's easy to sign up. It's easy to do. 
Uh, Sean, anything we missed, brother? Anything about the weekend? That's it, man. I, I can't wait. Um, as you guys know, fight week is always chaotic. Yep. <laughs> you know, we, we had a couple of, a couple of amateurs drop off and got some replacements. And uh, I'm never I'm never off the clock until that last camera go off Saturday night, right? <laughs> like everybody gets to the scale for the weigh-ins on Friday. Now, uh, you know, the last camera goes. We got about a three and a half hour show. Uh, this one's going to be big, but I want everybody to tune into this one because some of these guys you're going to see uh, future stars uh, of the sport. Sean Merriman, thank you so much, brother. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks, Sean. A good dude. A good dude. We're too damn busy, man. We got to get out there. Halfway during the uh, interview, there we're talking to Sean about lights out extreme fighting. Dodo comes out to me from ABQX, and she's like, "Hey, uh, guys, it's championship night. Bring the appropriate energy." <laughs> got it. You got it. League nights championship night. Where we get back, Danny Gonzalez joins us, talking UNM Lobo football. It's two men on ninety-five point nine FM and AM six ten. The sports animal. Welcome back to the program. Boys are live at ABQX. Joining us on the friend of the show, probably VIP hotline. I have no idea, really. I didn't make the call. <laughs> Head coach of your UNM Lobos, Danny Gonzalez. Coach Gonzalez, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Doing well, friend. Cutting to the brass tacks of it. How are you keeping your focus right now, my friend, as the conversation around town has been a little bit bigger than the football program from those that listen to this show? Well, I mean, I, I, I worry about the, the things that I can control. Uh, what I can control is our team preparing to play for Fresno State, uh, eliminate the mistakes that have haunted us the last couple of weeks that have enabled us to be to be within striking distance in the fourth quarter. Um, I thought our kids – came out with resiliency. I thought that we've had two really good days of practice. Uh, so we'll, we'll go out there and swing. And if we don't make mistakes, if we don't fumble the ball or give up one play touchdowns, we'll have a chance to compete and win the game in the fourth quarter. I learned something new just now. Um, there's always a nice, cool soundtrack here at ABQ Axe when they're chunking axes and drinking delicious uh, ciders and beers. But uh, I heard in the background Carrie Underwood's Sunday Night Football song. And uh, actually, the original song is Joan Jett, I Hate Myself for Loving You, and I Learned Something Cool Today. What did you learn about your team this past weekend? That's awful, Van. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, 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 it had nothing to do with Joan Jett. I can probably no. that. My wife's a big fan of Joan Jett. Uh, she would have known know, that. I, what I learned is, I mean, we're, we're our, our margin for error, I've talked about it every week, it's, it's very slim. And when we, uh, we cut the game to 15 to 14, uh, we gave up the one-play touchdown, which killed our momentum. We were throwing toe-to-toe. Um, Devin Dampier obviously showed how bright his future is, and he did some good things. Obviously, the very first series, he had some nerves. He dropped the snap on the second play of the game that was going to be his own read. He, uh, he called the protection on on the third play, and then we go out on defense, we get a stop, we get the ball right back, and Devin goes right down the field. Uh, leads us to a touchdown to make it 8-7. So, I mean, our, our team is resilient and we'll fight and fight and fight. We just got – we need to eliminate the mistakes, the big plays or the fumbles we're going in to make it a one-score game so we don't lose the wind in our sail. We can keep competing all the way to the end of the game and have a chance to make plays like we did against Hawaii to win the football game. 
I can't I can't get in your head on the sideline, right? Like I watched the game. I think I think how's Coach Gonzalez feel about this? And I could not identify your emotion after the opening touchdown in Boise and the two point conversion. Did that rattle you emotionally? Like what was that for you instead of just the traditional extra point? Well, no, you know, I mean, Boise has showed those uh, those formations, and we did a good job. We lined up to it. We had the numbers correct. Yeah. Uh, they ran a, a different play out of some of the things they practiced. Um, but that, that ain't nothing. I mean, obviously it didn't affect our team because we went back out. Uh, we, we screwed up our first series on offense, got a stop on defense, and then went right down the field and made it 8-7. to seven. So they do something like that, and, and, and we've gone through that normal times. I think in the, in the four times – that Boise has given us those formations. We've stopped three of them. We just didn't stop it on Saturday night, and they got the two-point conversion. Speaking of, because I'm, I'm a numbers guy, after whenever you do get the touchdown, uh, the, the little five-yard run there, why not a two-point conversion? Why not try to equal that ship? Because I think in my head, you have to score again anyways. Why is it not an equalizer early? Is that a message, or am I confused as a fan? No, so what, what the plan is behind that, and there's all – I mean, there's some analytics involved. There's some fill of the game. Uh, if you start chasing points early, uh, you, you keep chasing them. If you, if you don't okay. get a two-point conversion, now it's eight to six. Okay, and then, uh, I mean, that, that separation becomes bigger. Now you're chasing another two-point conversion. As you get into the third quarter and you determine how many possessions you think you're going to have left, then you determine whether or not it's time to go for two and those things. But I didn't want to chase points early. Uh, that, that one point wasn't a, wasn't a big deal at that point. Okay. And then you decide later on in the game where your risks are, where the inherent risks are, whether it's to go for it on fourth down instead of kicking a field goal so that you get four and, or you get seven instead of three. I mean, those scenarios come in down the play in, at that point in the game. Two-parter here, Coach. Uh, number one, how's QB1 feeling? How's his health? And number two, how much fun is it just to watch Devin do his thing? He, the kid's electric. Uh, I think Devin is very electric. Uh, I mean, obviously he showed how bright of a future we have at that quarterback position between him and Aiden Armenta, who Aiden is, is very similar to Dylan as far as arm strength and, and what he can do. And uh, he's probably a little bit faster than Dylan. And then Devin is dynamic. He can throw it and run. And he has that, that jitterbug to him that he makes it really hard to tackle. Uh, Dylan is in great health this week. Uh, the strap throw is gone. Uh, he's been throwing the ball really well all week, so Dylan will start. We'll play both quarterbacks like we have all season long. Uh, the hotter Devin gets, the longer he'll stay. The hotter Dylan is, and that means he'll stay. I mean, we've got, we we feel we have a good game plan to go in there and and move the ball well, and we'll see which one plays uh, with the hot hand, and we'll stick with him. But I mean, Devin, he is uh, he is a, such a good athlete, and his personality. I mean, the, the, I don't think the young man has ever had a bad day in his entire life, and that's the persona that he puts off to our team and, and that's who will lead our team as we go down the down the future. Danny Love Gonzalez that. with us. He's the head coach of your UNM Lobo football team. Saturday at Boise, you fell short of the bowl promise, coach. I hadn't known you to make a promise like that before. What is what has that done to you and the team? How's that how's that affected the psyche and, and was there a immediate reaction to that? No, there wasn't a immediate reaction, obviously uh, we made we've made way too many mistakes down the last four weeks. I mean, I thought we had turned a corner when we beat Hawaii and played really well, and then we Same. went out and, and made the three big uh, mistakes in the first half of the Nevada game. Uh, we weren't able to overcome those games. I thought we had some great momentum going into that. 
Uh, our team, though, I mean, this team is resilient, and they are, I mean, they, they have the full expectation of going into Fresno State, who's a perennial power in this league, and coming out with a win. I mean, they have the, the, the same expectation on Saturday, and we've got to eliminate the things that are killing us, the big play, the one-score drives, or turning the ball over uh, and keeping us from being able to go toe-to-toe with these people. And if we can, uh, if we can eliminate those mistakes and play mistake-free like we did against Hawaii and, and in certain halves, the first half of San Jose State, I mean, first half of San Jose State, we dominated a team that's probably playing the best football in our league, and they started their run in the second half of our game. We've got to be able to do that consistently for 60 minutes. Coach, now that the um – the bowl goal is slightly out of reach do you start tinkering do you start experimenting a little bit do you start letting some other people get some reps that they wouldn't have otherwise well i don't i mean our goal every week and, and it's the expectation of this program is to win win the game at hand and you don't sacrifice that to build for the future i mean i don't believe that in in mine i think you you right. give your team the best chance to win you build some momentum going into the offseason i mean we have we have uh, 16 visits scheduled for the first December 1st through the 3rd that weekend of kids that we've been recruiting that will dynamically help this football team. Uh, so you're going to give the team, the guys that are on the team right now, the best chance that they have to win. Um, there's like Nick Trujillo. He has one more game available. Um, he's earned some opportunity so that he doesn't lose his red shirt, uh, meaning one more game off available. Jacob Godfrey, I mean, guys like that, we'll use those guys over the next two weeks that give us a chance to, to have more success, but you don't sacrifice anything, uh, in my opinion, to, to build for the future. You play your best football team. You go out there and you try to win the football game and build some momentum going into the offseason. If there's anything we can do to help these recruits, you let us know. And if staying the hell away is helping, then by golly, we're in. The van can handle that one. That's an easy <laughs> one. Uh, you were talking about helping the team coach. You are talking about players on the field. What is that thing, though? What is the thing from the Lobo fan base? What is the thing from the university? What is the thing that helps this Lobo football team get to the place that you, I, and so many of the listeners of this program believe that it could be? Well, I mean, you're, you're going to hear the, the, the fans that say, well, win and we'll come out and join you. And I 100% don't disagree with that. I mean, winning is more fun in everything you do. Every aspect of life, when you win, whatever it is you're trying to do, uh, it's a lot more fun. But the, the support uh, that the athletic department, the support of buying tickets and, and spending money at the concessions, I mean, people talk to I me, mean, we're excited. We're getting into local basketball season right now. And the, the world of athletics is driven by football. And if you want to have a, a successful athletics program, everything that you do for football is going to benefit basketball. It's going to benefit softball. It's going to benefit women's soccer. It's going to benefit women's basketball. The bigger we build this thing, and, and the only way to do that is to get people to come out and share. And guess what? The bigger atmosphere, the greater atmosphere you have, you have a little bit more excitement. Uh, things, they seem to go better. I mean, it's, it's all about how bad do you want it. And, I mean, there's plenty of people that, that think that we need to go a different direction. That is what it is. What, what's going to matter is, is people being supportive of the program, no matter of who's in charge or what players are here, uh, whether it's through buying tickets, through showing up. Uh, now, obviously, with NIL um, it being an issue, uh, we talked about it last January. I mean, for twenty dollars a month, you can get a ton of people, and you can raise a ton of money and help these uh, help these programs grow. And that's gonna that's gonna continue to be a challenge, uh, no matter what the record is uh, every year going forward. Coach, I know. Speaking of NIL, I know there's a buffer in between the the program directly and the NIL, and I know 
the rules and laws are changing all the time. But how can the friend of the show be active and participate and help in this endeavor? 505sportsventure.com. I mean, go to Kurt Ross' website, and all you have to do is Google 505 Sports Venture, and there's ways in there that you can get. You can use uh, PayPal, and you can give $20. You can sign up for giving $20 a month. You can sign up. You can make big donations. I mean, that little amount, uh, it, it can go a long way. And that's a – I mean, the, they, the kids can't come to me and say, hey, coach, can you give me $5,000 for NIL? I have zero to say with that. What I can tell them is, you know what, go see Kurt Roth. And if Kurt Roth has money and, and the 505 Venture has money, uh, much like our basketball, I mean, that's the way that stuff goes. So the, the more people want to support that on top of what they're doing for the athletic department already, the, the better off uh, everybody's going to be in the athletic department. That's 505sports.org. Uh, you know, we work with Kurt on a lot of stuff. I mean, he's I mean, he's putting that effort in. He's finding the people. He's finding the businesses. He's finding the organizations. It's just, uh, it's just a matter of time of that catching up with the program and helping the kids involved in it. Uh, Coach, you got a big one this weekend. What, uh, what can we expect to see? I mean, this is, this is an, an interesting vibe for Lobo fan because I think you're watching individuals and their growth at this point in the season. What, it, what is the fan base going to see this Saturday? Well, I mean, uh, you're going to see Dylan start. You're going to see both quarterbacks play. Uh, you're going to continue to see a team that fights their tails off. And, and, I mean, it's been a big focus. Uh, I mean, if we can eliminate the, the, the dumb mistakes, uh, the turnovers or the big plays, I mean, we'll have a chance to win this football game. Our team fully expects to go in there and compete and win the football game. Uh, we, have, we have enough talent, too. We've got to eliminate the mistakes, eliminate the penalties. And, and if Devin and uh, Dylan, uh, if one of them is really hot and they can dice up Fresno State secondary, uh, you'll see a lot of fun and you'll see some scoring. And then we got to be what we were the first eight weeks of the season on third down as opposed to the last two weeks. If we can play good third down defense, uh, you're going to see one heck of a football game on Saturday. Danny Gonzalez, thank you so much, brother, for joining us. I uh, appreciate you guys having me on. I mean, go throw some axes and, and have some fun. Uh, appreciate all you guys do. And, and man, when you say, when you're talking about helping out with recruiting, uh, all the talk about Lobo sports, it doesn't matter what it is. And, and I appreciate what you guys do. I mean, when you, when we get off these conversations and you talk about, Hey, Albuquerque, Lobo fan, step up, Lobo fan, this is what you can do. That stuff goes a lot further than you guys have any idea. So I appreciate it. Uh, thanks for all you guys do. Go Lobos. Coach, if you schedule planes to land between four and seven with recruits, you just make sure the dial's tuned in. There you go. And we will be bringing <laughs> all the Lobo talk all the time. It's that easy. That's all we got to do. Well, we, do, we we run around with them on the bus and, and usually around that time. So I will text you. And, uh, and you have no idea how big of a deal that is when recruits and parents come in. And on the radio, on the local radio, they're talking about Lobo football and they're talking about the excitement. They're talking about Lobo basketball. That stuff goes a lot further than you guys think because we share the radio links. We share those programs and they love listening to it because people like hearing about themselves. People like hearing about what they're getting involved in and those things. So uh, you, you may you may think I'm kidding, but we, we do that stuff every single week. So I will definitely text you. Appreciate it so much, Coach. Thank you for your time. Thank you, guys. Go Lobos. Cheers. Thanks, Coach. We've got to grab a commercial because we've got to grab a commercial. Let's unpack whenever we get back. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. We're live from ABQX. Just had a new friend of the show come over. That's nice. Yeah. Start. 
Brent Rozzi, friend of the show, Rozzi. She was super nice. She's like, listen, I went to your wrestling show. It was loud. <laughs> it's not for everyone. It's not for everyone. It's definitely for me. I have a blast every single time. But I could see some people being uncomfortable with that super high energy and yeah. fun, loud atmosphere and people having the time of their lives. That makes some people uncomfortable. Only go to Duke City Championship mm-hmm. Wrestling if you want to have a lot of fun. Ah. We have a lot of fun every time in front of the show Art calls. Art, welcome to Two Men On via the Sports Hello, Animal Hotline. Brothers. How are you? Doing yo, good, yo. my friend. How are you? I'm good. I just wanted to comment a little bit on Coach Gonzalez's uh, observation of what he saw. I think both quarterbacks are, are good that we have. I think the biggest thing that is one uh, they, they don't. Art's uh, phone is not the call. business right now, Amory. Let's try to reestablish with Art because we're getting some of every other word from Art. I do think he mentioned that he thinks the quarterbacks are pretty good. I, I will agree. I will agree. Amory, let us know if we can get Art back on. We'd love to have him. The, the thing when you're struggling mm-hmm. and when you're a leader, is you have to find ways to keep it in the positive direction. You have sure. to find, I mean, and and you almost have to subscribe yourself. Right. You know what I mean? You're cre- you're taking the facts as they're in front of you and creating a narrative. Friend of the show, Art, rejoining us. Art, welcome back, brother. So that's that's a trick. Amory took a couple days off is what happened. It's the preseason for the producers, yeah, too. Yeah, it's, um, mm-hmm. she's made a miraculous recovery. First of Art, all, Art, we do appreciate the call, He is a though. truck driver in New Mexico. I know that. So maybe just he's having trouble, but really want to talk about the Lobos. Well, it's two people having trouble, and usually <laughs> that's a recipe for disaster. It's not me. The friend, friend I'm not a cell CJ. phone carrier. On your airborne, on your uh, new soundboard there, do you have, do you have a truck horn? You have like, which I think is what a Horton sounds like. I feel like everyone hears that noise differently. Or just uh, I hate you, but uh, why yeah. I despise you? Yeah, uh, but uh, uh, go to hell. Yep, <laughs> that's gonna be the most. You're gonna wear out that button. It's Amory's text message sound moving forward. It's her polyphonic ringtone. I'm on Team Art though. Yeah, real, real quick, friend of the show CJ earlier said that he sees flashes of brilliance. He sees good players playing good football and little streaks and little spurts. And I agree. We just need another 20 or 30 of them. Six o'clock, whenever we get back, you know what that means. Well, it's more sports talk, basically. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal.